0: Good
1: morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode 34 of Empty Betters. I'm your host, Harrison Scholes, and I'm going to toss it over here to my co-host across the screen on his first vacation of the summer, the brand new college graduate, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Nick Manella.
2: Wow, way to tee it up, bud. Thanks. (laughs) I I appreciate it. It's it's nice to finally be done with that and uh, looking forward to whatever's coming next.
1: Well, Let me tell you something. I was teeing it up on Saturday. I hit the hit the course uh, with a yeah. couple of buddies. Oh my lord! Did Look stink out. it up? This is my no. This is my summer. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming.
2: How many summers have you said this is your summer on the links, and then it just implodes so truth, from there?
1: Truth be told, I'm I'm kind of a bandwagon with golf. I started playing like last summer, like for the first time, like on a Nothing consistent wrong with basis. That. No, nothing wrong, except that you spend a lot of money doing so.
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so this
1: is the, I said this is the year, this is the summer. I'm going to break 100. I'm going to you know start really trying to get good at it. And then obviously with Corona, that kind of like fucked a lot of it up. But, you know, with, with things kind of easing up, I'm trying to get back into it. But played a, played a decently hard course on Saturday, but hit pretty well. Um, not going to say my score because I'll get made fun of for saying that was well. <laughs> um but it's on the all 13th- relative though yeah exactly on the 13th hole there was a par three right and uh i was in a foursome and the guys were like all right like whoever that gets close well it's always fun yeah <laughs> um guys were saying you know whoever sticks it closest to the pin on this uh you know we'll, we'll put up we'll put up five bucks each for a pot so i i was like "Whoa, well, okay this is my wheelhouse this is oh, what hold i hold on
2: gambling you say <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I run a podcast about this. Um, right. So, needless to say, I was the last one to go. Par three, about 180 yards out. Guys I'm playing with are, you know, kind of using like maybe four irons, five irons, right? They're older than me. I whip out my seven. I kind of say like a little prayer and I'm like talking to myself like I'm wit. Like I'm like, wit would be proud. Like I'm gonna fucking stick this thing to the pin, blah, blah. I <laughs> dismissal this thing off the tee straight next to the hole about i'd say 15 to 20 feet away won the pot not a big
2: nice deal. not
1: a big deal so
2: wit would talk to himself and then airmail it and then have like some of the best inner dialogue of him just shitting on himself though
1: <laughs> yeah i'd love to hear him mic'd up on a course like, but, oh my
2: god you suck so much like what's <laughs> wrong with you <laughs>
1: um yeah I, I think a lot of my friends could attest to this but there are I think anytime I have a big shot, I always say this one's for wit, so he's kind of my inspiration. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of how my weekend went, but uh, obviously you've got the blue the blue walls behind you, the baby blue walls, which can only mean you're at a beach house, so I'm
0: assuming you're... I am. You, uh...
2: I am at my place in Ocean City, so it is good to finally get down here. First time down here this summer. Uh, got down this afternoon. We had a bunch of stuff to do around here just to get everything set up, but... Uh, It is good to finally get the place opened up for the summer.
1: Amen, brother. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. You deserve it.
2: Exactly. And could not be more excited that I'm not being asked to go to Secrets this year. I I feel like I'm just like (laughs) well, well past my age range for going there. And it's, you know, I'd much rather just come here and sit my ass on the beach and get hammered there than go stand in a a bar with close to 2,000 people and get hammered there and pay, you know, $10 plus for a beer. So. Uh, yeah
1: i i feel you i mean I, yeah. i'm st- i'm gonna milk it as long as i can but i think i got like probably one more year of that and then
2: i had that moment like i think it was like two years ago where i was standing there and i was like yep nope this this fucking sucks i hate this i'm nope i'm done like
1: you know, yeah I'm tired and of- i just i I'm, I'm i'm a little bit of a i don't want to say germaphobe but i'll say germaphobe and that water is
2: oh that's disgusting
1: that's that is... i
2: mean it's a fun place highest grossing bar in the united states by the way Really? Uh, yep. They make huh. apparently they make their nut in like the first three hours of that first day on Memorial Day weekend.
1: That is absurd. But yeah. hey, I was the one waiting in line at six AM last year, so I guess exactly. I'm part of the problem.
2: We've all done it, so uh it's a rite of passage, but I am very excited to not have to deal with that uh this summer.
1: Amen. So I'm going to let you kind of tee off what's been going on in the world since the last time we spoke, NHL-related, that is. Um, So you know I'm going to toss this over to you.
2: Sure. First and foremost, it's been a while, so I'm very happy to be back and to be doing this again. You know, we kind of – there was really nothing for us to talk about, so rather than have you all listen to us rant about the inner workings of our mind, which should never be allowed out in public ever – <laughs> um, you know, we figured we'd wait until the NHL, uh, decided to get off its ass and actually make a statement that wasn't, you know, just extending their deadline by two week increments. Cause I got pretty sick of that. So Bettman made an announcement, uh, a- on Friday, uh, May 26th. And essentially the gist of it is as of right now, there is no set start date for this return to play. I think the way that they phrased this made a lot of people think that they were coming back quite soon. And a lot of new sources or, um, you know, Twitter pages or Instagram pages were going around and they had like the clickbait headline saying like, plan for hockey coming back. And everyone was like, oh, so we're talking like, you know, a month. Uh, And, you know, I think a lot of people went into his announcement thinking that and no, not at all. So there's no set date for this whole return. Um, The earliest that training camp can start would be July 1st, but that's provided that everything goes well and this virus subsides and players and teams and staff members are tested and no one comes up with anything. So like picture perfect best case scenario, we start training camp, not playing games, training camp on July 1. Uh, it's going to be done, uh, it, you know, if we ev- inevitably do go back to playing games, it's going to be done between two hub cities, one for the east and one for the west. There's still no, um, you know, set list of cities. I've seen, like, four different lists that have, like, f- like four completely different lists.
1: Do you want me to read off what um, NBC said that they might be? Just yes, so- yes. Yeah, so... Right here, NBC is saying that the top ones would be Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis. I don't know about that anymore. Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver.
2: Okay, so I mean, it could be—I mean, anything. Literally, it could be any city, pretty much. Uh, That's—I would go by NBC probably more than anyone else. So if you're looking for a list, uh, you know, if you're hoping it's coming to your area, I would go with that one. Uh, The other thing is that teams are going to be limited to 50 personnel, whatever city it's going to be in. Um, A very small number of support staff are going to be there in the, you know, event arenas to set up and, you know, get the facilities ready for the players. Uh, On top of that, there's going to be a comprehensive COVID-19 testing system, and I've heard um, I don't know if you saw this. I saw the, uh, something on Bleacher Report yesterday that said it could be a daily testing thing for these players.
1: Yeah, I've done a little research on that for um, other reasons. But, yeah, I have I think I've kind of narrowed down who the company might be that does that, too, because okay. I was looking at that for investment purposes. But, yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> no. well, it's yeah. Degenerate. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that is a thing. They would have to do daily testing. So, I, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you keep going. Just
2: Okay. So, And then Bettman goes on and says that Phase 2 of the return-to-play plan is expected in early June, so that would be, logically speaking, in the next two weeks. But there's still no official date. So, okay, this is all speculation at this point. Um, phase 3, which is slated for July 1, will include the start of training camp. Phase 4, which has no target date at all yet, Will include the return to play with the clubs facing off in two hub cities, for, and we'll we'll get into this in a second. Basically, the games that they're going to play. So, best as I've said, best case scenario, training camp starts July one. So I think now uh, we should break down uh, how this is going to work. So. As of right now, or as of when Bettman made his announcement, the NHL regular season, it's over. It's done, you know, regular season stats freeze, regular season records freeze, that's it. Uh, if you are some of the teams that made the cut, great. If you're some of the one, if you're the seven that didn't, all right, you're in the draft lottery. You have that to look forward to, but you, know, you can get started on your golf game. Uh, in this format, the top four seeds determined by point percentage in the east and the west are going to play a round robin with each other to determine the seeding going forward. So in the east, the top four would be Boston, Tampa, Washington, and Philadelphia. And in the west, it would be St. Louis, Colorado, Las Vegas, and Dallas. So those, four t- the- those eight teams are automatically into the playoffs and in their respective conferences are going to play a round robin sort of a tournament so like three games to determine which of the you know the seeding 1 through 4 uh not a fan of that at all but uh we'll get into that in a little bit the remaining teams will play uh will play I mean there's basically going to be a playoff to determine who's in so In the East, the number five Pittsburgh Penguins will play the number 12 Montreal Canadiens. The number six Hurricanes will play the number 11 Rangers. The number seven Islanders will play the number 10 Panthers. The number eight Maple Leafs will play the number nine Blue Jackets. Uh, In the West, the number five Oilers will play the number 12 Blackhawks. The number six Predators will play the number 11 Coyotes. The number seven Canucks will play the number ten Wild, and the number eight Flames will play the number nine Jets. So those matchups uh, will basically, you know, are designed to determine what the field of sixteen is going to look like. And I think everyone kind of freaked out, and I know I certainly did when I saw twenty four team playoff. You know, I certainly don't want twenty four teams, but uh, they're going to have these teams that were sort of on the bubble. Um play to see who gets in and they they haven't made a statement on you know If this is going to be like a three-game series a five-game series if it's going to be a full-blown seven-game series So there is so much of this that is still up in the air. I mean, what are your thoughts on this so far?
1: Um, all right one great speaking my god. Thank you. Um great reading skills just an all-around great soliloquy right there um, that was magic so my thoughts Um, this is probably the best way that they could have done it. And here's why I say that a good friend of mine, uh, pointed out that, you know, if we were to just play out the regular season, which is something that I was strongly advocating by the way. So I'm very guilty of this. Um, if you just play out the rest of the season, there is literally no upside for any team that's in like the bottom 10 of the league, because you're essentially risking your players health you're getting them away from their families and you have zero percent chance to make the playoffs so there really is no incentive exactly so i will admit that i was wrong i did not take that into consideration and i am very understanding of why they are doing this the way that they're doing it and i agree with it i think 24 teams is fair i think a qualifying round spices things up a little bit i think it'll be fun um Do I think the season will happen? Or let me start off with something different. Do I think the rest of the season should happen? And I'm going to say no. And you guys are probably going to give me a lot of shit about that. And you know, I, I understand it. Would I be mad if the season came back? No, I wouldn't be. But I just think, logistically speaking, with all the barriers that have to be jumped over for this to work... And for the amount of people that will probably put a quote-unquote asterisk on whoever wins the cup this year And pushing back next season. So now you have an abbreviated year next year I just really don't think at this point. It's worth it in my opinion and that might be an unpopular opinion but you have to figure if you're doing training camps July 1 and there's no firm date for play days you're not even going to start the real playoffs, the real playoffs, not the qualifying rounds, but the real playoffs of 16 teams probably until August 1 at the earliest, I would say. At
2: the absolute earliest.
1: Yeah. So you figure two weeks training camp and then two weeks to get the quali- qualifying rounds done.
2: And just to get everyone in the same location and get them accommodated and get you know facilities up and running for them. I mean, this could be... Uh, until they decide on where it would be. I mean, this could be, you know, months in the making. And I um you know, I know you say it might be an unpopular opinion. I completely agree with you. I, I said, I think it was two episodes ago, I would rather them cancel the season than do a 2014 playoff. Right. And I, I stick by that. I completely agree with you. I, you know, at what point is this just going to continue to push back the 2021 season to the point where it pushes back the 2022 season and how long is it going to take us for us to adjust from there? Like, are are we just going to continue to push back NHL seasons or, and then, you know, condense off seasons by a month until we get back to normal. Like, I mean, is that, and depending on how long this takes, I mean, that could take five seasons before we're back to the normal, you know, October to June system that we're used to. So, I, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of players come out and say, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to get back. I saw, you know, guys like Nick Felino who has said, if you tell me, um, you know, I have to leave my family, you know, there's going to be a fight. Right. So, uh, you know, I understand both sides of it. I'm sure guys that are a little bit younger and maybe haven't started a family yet are probably more eager to, you know, get back than some of the guys who might be on, you know, kid two, three or four. But Uh, It's definitely a challenging situation, and certainly when you factor in the fact that the Stanley Cup playoffs are the most physically demanding playoffs in all of pro sports, and I will not leave that up for debate. That is not, like, I mean, it's just a fact. Uh, So these guys get, you know, let's say you win the Stanley Cup, you get how long of an offseason before you're back in training camp?
1: Like a month and a half, two months yeah, maybe. I,
2: I guess you can call it two months, but when you throw a cup celebration in there, or even if you make it to the conference finals, you're realistically you're looking at a month and a half. And then to go back and turn around and do that all over again is—it's nothing short of a miracle. I mean, these guys are in you know peak physical condition, but uh, you know to have them being you know being at home for this long, and then to tear them away from their families again, and then throw them back in, and you know. I don't know. I just, I just don't see it happening. Uh, as much as I would, you know, I completely agree with everything you said As as much as I would love to see hockey come back. Uh, and I I would not be mad at all if it did. I just really don't see this happening.
1: No. And you know, you made a really good point. You're basically living, if you're a player, you're living out of a hotel for four months. I mean, once training camp starts in, uh, July, You're not really going to start the real playoffs till August. Those are going to take at least two to three months. I mean, if you go all the way deep, you're looking at a four month stint and living out of a room. Fuck that. I mean, right,
2: exactly. It's like Olympic Village, but it's like barracks style almost. And, you know, I'm sure they would have great accommodations. And, you know, it's the NHL. I'm sure they would have, you know, wonderful facilities, but it's still taking these guys away from their families. So, um, I just, you know, I, I don't see it. Uh, but, Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens and then you know you get into the whole debate Well, you know, it doesn't have to be that long you could shorten it to you know Best of three or best of five and I think that's where the bigger issue starts to come in I you know I think more fans would be upset if you shortened it to a five-game series or a you know best of three I feel like people would lose their minds
1: Oh, well that would take that would take it from putting an asterisk next to the cup to literally just putting like a line through it (laughs) Yeah so 'Cause I
2: mean like you let's think about the only Stanley Cup playoffs that I can think of that or the only NHL season I could think of that potentially has an asterisk next to it is the shortened season that the Blackhawks won the cup, but they still went through the full four rounds, sixteen you know, sixteen wins to get the cup, best of seven series all the way, and they had full playoffs. So to me that's still a full and complete season. And, yeah, I, you know, I, if, if they came back and did something now I and did best of seven and did, you know, the playoffs, like, it, you know, the play in doesn't have to be best of seven. But like the first, second, third and cup final rounds have to be, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree for it to be legitimate. I mean, it's funny you bring up the Blackhawk team because I think the fact that we missed the beginning of the season that year made it a lot more. Easier of a pill to swallow that they won Because it was like, okay They went through the full thrashing Of the playoffs They played, you know, a very intense regular season That was basically a playoff um, It was a condensed
2: regular season I mean, you took out, I mean, it started Back up in what, like December Or January, or something like that Yeah, 41 games, I think Yeah. So,
1: no I, I, I think we're both on the same Page with this, I guess my To really sum it up I think they're doing the right thing. I just kind of am hoping that it doesn't happen. Honestly, I at this agree. Point. They're,
2: they're doing the best with what they have. And I, you know, I commend them. They're put in a extremely tough position right now. Uh, and I don't envy them at all because if I had that job, I'd probably kill myself. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I agree. It's just, it's, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if I would hope it doesn't happen. I just, I, first of all, don't think it will. And second of all, don't think it's the best thing for the league at this point. But I mean, I also don't want to sit here and say that I know more than those guys do because that's their full-time career. So, A hot
1: take, I think. Well, not real. I guess this isn't really a take, but I'm kind of proud of the NHL for actually taking you know the bull by the horns and making some announcements and kind of shock in the sports world and really being the leader in the sports world right now i mean nobody else usually it's the nba who says something and because the nhl schedule pretty much is the exact same as the nba's the nhl just follows but for once for once the nhl was the biggest storyline going in all of sports for yeah a solid three-day span because they got people talking okay this is how they're gonna do it how's the nba gonna do it how's baseball gonna do it is football going to start on time like the NHL for once was the leader so um, Good for them. I mean that that rarely ever happens and it's it's a good look for our sport I think
2: I agree and you know as much as people love to shit on Batman. I think he handled this pretty well uh, Bettman's so, pretty good dude. I mean I know yeah. people
1: I think just if you're a commissioner You're pretty much just signing up to get hated. That's really You're never gonna please anybody Or everybody, rather. And then if
2: you're Goodell, you just intentionally piss off everyone. But, um, (laughs) you know, I think, you know, people don't give Bettman enough credit for how much he's helped grow the game. I think, you know, you look like for, like, when he first started as commissioner. I mean, he's been it for a while now. But, um, you know, he's really helped the game develop a lot. And I I just feel the way that he's handled this has been... He's doing the best with what he has. And I know we've said that before. But I, I think given the position they're in, I, I think they're they're doing a very good job.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. And, you know, just a little bit off topic, but not totally. Um, obviously, your boys have checked out the odds. So here, <laughs> here is my take. The New York Rangers are plus 8,000 to win the Stanley Cup. I think you are... Medically diagnosed a moron if you don't sprinkle just a little bit of money on that, honestly
2: Yeah, I mean That team has been So hot up until you know, we had to go on pause Uh That's not bad at all throw 10 on that. What do you have to lose? Yeah, Um, exactly
1: I plus 8000 they have the third they have the third worst odds Well tied for the third worst odds Actually, I'm a re- I'm dumb. They are tied for the worst odds with two other teams um, for worst odds of teams that qualified. So the Canadians are the Canadians and the Blackhawks are the other two. So the Rangers. I, I,
2: and the thing is, I wouldn't honestly. I don't see either of those two teams nah. doing any damage. But I, I think I said when we were talking about this whole 2014 playoff a couple episodes or one episode ago. I can't remember. It's been so long, but. Uh, you know, I said, like, you know, if you're a Rangers fan or if you're a Jets fan, you're like, you know, fucking load it up and let's go, baby, because we're ready to just, you know, catch everyone by surprise and just run train on the first two rounds of these playoffs. And, uh, you know, Islanders fans, Caps fans, probably a little bit nervous right now, uh, myself included, because, uh, you weren't playing too hot, the Caps got a little bit better. Uh, they came out of their slump a little bit, but, uh, you know, I just, I get a really, really bad feeling about a break like this. And then, you know, even if they do have the buy and then they do the round Robin thing, I just get a feeling that they're going to end up with Carolina again, or some, you know, someone like that, or the Rangers who just matches up with them so well, and it's just going to be a disaster. So, um, how, how, you know, going off of that, how do you feel about the whole Pittsburgh Montreal matchup? Are you looking forward to that? Or does Carey Price give you nightmares?
1: No, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna eat them like a steak. I'm not worried at all
2: i and and you know i as much as I dislike them, I completely agree with you. i think you you're a moron if you take Montreal and I all too well i mean i I really do despise both teams. I still have some pretty um you know I still have a sour taste in my mouth from two thousand eight. I think that was one of the best capitals teams ever put together uh and they just got absolutely slaughtered by a In the first round by a Montreal team that just happened to have five out of their six D be left-handed So every time the caps were shooting they were shooting into Montreal defenseman sticks (laughs) That's Um, a great take. It's just I mean it was the most frustrating series to watch it was just like, you know Two on one block shot shot from the point block shot. I'm like, oh my god. I'm gonna fucking kill myself
1: the pens lost to them in uh God, it was like 2011 or 2012.
2: They had some good teams like in the middle. It was Halak. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly who it was a cap killer. It was Halak. So, uh, it was so frustrating. And not to
1: turn this into a pen segment, but Jake Gensel will be fully healthy. So that's huge for us.
2: Well, that's, I mean, that's the other thing we talked about a while ago when the season went on pause is I, you know, I said to you, I was like, this is huge for you guys because it really does give, um, you know, players like Gensel who were pretty banged up, you know, if, and when this does go full swing, they should be healthy. Now I I did see that Nick Bukestad is done for the season, but we kind of knew that. That's
1: a good thing though. We we knew that the second
2: they dropped the puck on the regular season that he was going to be done for the year at some point. So
1: I would, I, I would rather have Sam Lafferty over Nick Bukestad any day of the week. We've talked about him time and time again. We talked about him when we interviewed Dieter and Costa. He's a beast. He's much better than Bjugstad. Dad should not even be a penguin at this point. So, that's and my
2: take. you know, I feel bad for him because he's he's a big rig and he's got great size. He's got some decent hands too, but he's just, just I mean, slow he's, shit. Yeah, he's a band aid too. So, um, yeah, you know, he he showed flashes of being a, a a great player, potentially even a thirty goal scorer when he was in Florida, but um, you know, unfortunately, just had some bad injuries and uh continues to do so uh which is just unfortunate um i can't what? really think of uh no go ahead oh no I, I i you go i really i mean i can't think of anything else that has gone on i'm sort of getting a little sick i got and, you and tired of seeing like oh these you know nhl on pause workout videos or like these hockey at home things like they were fun at first like Catherine Tappan and the guys from, you know, like in Kevin Weeks would like FaceTime with, um, like they did one with the Kachuk family and they did one with the Hughes brothers and they interviewed a couple of the uh, kids that are supposed to be like, it was like picks one through five potentially in this upcoming draft. Uh, I, it's just, it is excruciatingly painful for me to watch these things now. And it, of course I'm watching them because, my my gut reaction is turn on TV, go to NHL Network. I literally do it like in my it's habit. Yeah, um, and it's I just I can't watch this anymore. And it's there, you know. I'll I'll watch the old games if they're replaying them. But goddamn it, NHL Network! No one cares about games from the '60s. <laughs> you can't even see the damn puck. You can't see anyone. It's in <laughs> black and white. I don't want to watch games from the '70s because it's either the Flyers or the Canadians winning. I don't want to watch games from the '80s because it's just the Islanders fucking winning four in a row, and then Gretzky and the Oilers winning fu- like fucking four in a row without lifting the damn puck. I'd like give me like I'd rather watch. That Colorado Avalanche-New Jersey double stanley Cup final, which was in, like, you know, where Ray Bork got his ring. But it was good. in, like, the peak of the goalies are really good, the defensemen are really good, you can still murder people on ice, and 2-1 to one is a high-scoring game. Like, I'd much rather watch that than any of those games before that, so... I could not agree more. That's what grinds my gears, but... Um,
1: (laughs) I've given up on NHL Network. I don't think I've watched it once since all this went down. I mean, I I I turn it on and I literally just go, well, okay, turn it off. And
2: that's it sucks because that was my outlet from ESPN, which already made me want to kill myself, anyways. But dumpster fire. Yeah, I I would turn on ESPN and I'd be like, okay, that was my two minutes. Now we're on, you know, to what LeBron thinks about COVID nineteen and how we should fix it. Nope, (laughs) I'm done. Next channel, you know, and then the NHL is um you know, the NHL network's just ranting about some incoherent nonsense, which, you know, you know, we're, we're shitting on them, but I do give them credit. Their, their lives are, you know, their careers are pretty much hanging in the balance right now. They have nothing to talk about. So they're doing the best with what they have. But, uh, you know, no, I, I, I think, it, I think what we really need is for Seattle to just up and fucking tell us what the team is going to be called at this point. Give
1: us something.
2: Yeah, They said geez. that they were going to do this by the all-star break and it's, june 1st while we're recording this so
1: i have maybe, a feeling they're gonna maybe wait Maybe
2: they're just like new and they don't know when the all-star break is maybe they think this <laughs> pause is the all-star break or something you know
1: i think they wait till the end of the calendar year it's probably
2: opinion. i say if they don't give us something by the end of this month they default to the rain city bitch pigeons <laughs> oh
1: my god i've seen that i saw that trending like probably a couple months ago
2: how funny is that? That's
1: amazing. And the and the made up uh the made up uniforms were pretty oh, stellar they're too. priceless. So, a couple things I want to mention before, you know, we kind of wrap up cuz obviously this episode was des- uh dedicated to talking about what the league announced, but I got a couple more points. So, me and Nick spoke and we will do full series breakdowns once the league actually announces that they are going to return to play. Um we figured that if we did that and The league just never returned. We would have wasted a bunch of time and a bunch of research. So until the league announces they're coming back, we are not going to be doing any series breakdowns. Those take a lot of work too. They do take a lot of work.
2: I'm sure, you know, some of you out there might just be like, oh, why don't you just pull up NHL.com and read what they say? Well, you know, we like to develop our own opinions and, you know, we actually go pretty in-depth. Uh, for anyone that listened to our division previews at the beginning, you know how in-depth those were. So it's definitely something that we want to take seriously, and we, we do put a lot of time and effort into. So once we get the green light, we'll be sure to do those.
1: Yep. And then I think next episode would be a good one for us to kind of recap the regular season. Yep. Um, You know, go over the award winners, division winners, kind of compare it to what we thought was going to happen how uh, our started the podcast up. yeah when we started the podcast at the start of the season so that's uh that's what i think next episode will be dedicated to and then the last thing i wanted to mention is jack eichel not oh, happy
2: yeah not happy not neither is uh, happy. rasmus ristolainen quote unquote tired of losing
1: i'm very competitive and i want to make a difference i just want to make the playoffs well um, after establishing a twenty four team playoff format, the Sabres are still not in the playoffs, so this made me pose the question: Is Jack Eichel the best player in the NHL to have never made the playoffs? Ooh, something to think about. I'd love to hear what our viewers have to say.
2: i would yeah, I would agree with you. I can't think of anyone else that comes to mind that hasn't been in the playoffs that's that good.
1: So the only one I could think of. Is Elias Patterson, but he's young. He's only been in the league two years. But he's he's young. It, I'd put Michael in it.
2: top ten NHL players right now.
1: They would they would make it this year if the league returned. So I'd I'd scratched him off the list. But it yeah. does beg a good question.
2: Yeah, no, I like that a lot. That's good. So be sure to let us know who you think if you know if we're missing someone, um, who that would be, and you know obviously prepare to have whatever response you give us critiqued pretty heavily. Uh, <laughs> I hope he gets
1: traded. I really <laughs> do.
2: I, you know, part of me wants him to get traded because I like Jack Eichel. He's American. I want him to do well. I want him to make the playoffs. I want him to win a Stanley cup. Um, but I want to see the Sabres make the playoffs again. Yeah. I it's mean, a
1: good sports town.
2: Who, who loves their hockey team in the United States more than people in Buffalo.
1: It's hard to argue that.
2: It really is. I mean, those pe- and those poor bastards have suffered for so long with all their sports teams. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, the Bills, Jesus Christ. And then, you know, the Sabers, longest not making the playoffs streak currently right now in the NHL. So, I I'd love to see the Sabers back in the playoffs. I'd love to see Eichel lead them back to the playoffs. I don't think they'll trade him. But, I mean, wh- when's his contract up?
1: Well, didn't he sound like a mega deal, like a 10-year, 80 That's million That's what thing? I thought. Yeah, so he's he's locked up. It, it, someone would have to be willing to take on 10 mil a year, which I'm sure it, they would. for
2: him, I think they yeah. would. But... Here's
1: my opinion, and this doesn't mean a goddamn thing, but just wait. Just wait. I have a feeling... That once the Bruins kind of get through this last season or two with all their guys and stars that are older and under contract, I think maybe they make a push since he's a hometown boy.
2: But do you think he would want to go there if the Sabres, in theory, obviously it's a Sabres so you never fucking know, would be rebuilding and trending up and the Bruins have been coming off this you know, last 15 years where they've had really, really good teams and they would be sort of rebuilding and trending down? Do you think he would want to go to Boston? Um, the only
1: reason I would maybe say no is because in the same quote where he talked about how frustrated he was, he also mentioned how much he loves his new head coach, Ralph Krueger. So,
2: yeah. And I I mean, that's one of those guys where you don't hear a bad thing about him. I think maybe what his you know i'm sh- you know he's venting his frustration and i would hope that the intent behind this because their their gm's an idiot would be to say dude i can't continue to do this by myself sam reinhardt is just not panning out at all you know jeff skinner probably the worst trade that you've what made did i say yeah exactly total fluke um you know and now he's a band-aid again it, you know he's like i need help you know Ristolainen yeah. and Daleen on the back end are fantastic. Those guys are blue chips. You hang on to them as long as you can. But No goalie. No goalie. I mean, well, who do they have now? Jake Allen? I don't even, uh, do they? Do they? I don't know. I did not think so. Or is it Carter Hutton? I know they got it's one of cool. the blues. I think you know, it's one, Hutton. Yeah, it's one of the blues old goalies that's not Bennington. So, um, yeah, I mean, they need to, you know draft a goalie they need to they just need to go full rebuild that you need to commit to the rebuild do what detroit's doing they're terrible they are so bad it hurts but we all know with stevie Y as gm and because it's the red wings that in probably five years they're going to be in the playoffs again
1: yeah i kind of hope that the sabers win the lottery honestly and they get lafreniere
2: Lafreniere and Eichel on the same team would be absolutely filthy. God forbid yeah. if they played on the same line. I mean, that's yeah, Yeah, that's no, terrifying.
1: seriously, because is a winger. So. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to pose that question, um, something I saw during the week and thought it would be interesting to bring up. But other than that, uh, I don't really have much. How about you, Nick?
2: I got nothing. I mean, that's pretty much all that's been going on right now, um, aside from the playoff you know potential return to play format we covered the i think you you nailed it the only other big thing i've seen out there was the eichel comment
1: yep and uh like i just mentioned you know next episode we'll be going over the regular season analyzing uh kind of comparing what to what we thought would happen at the start of the year so uh keep a lookout for that um but until then you know take it easy stay safe keep surviving hopefully we'll get through this soon And without further ado,
2: class dismissed.